Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Airheads, it's your boy Professor Cho. Welcome to the Airstream Studios, Chickamauga location. And no, this is not Trey beside me. This is my sister Kirby. Say hello, Kirby. Hello, Kirby. Now, this is your first time ever doing anything on film or recorded with me, at least. Like you've been in a couple commercials of dads or whatever. And of course, you made your uh, you made your first television debut. Your, I guess you only have one television debut, but you made your television debut on HGTV. About that is true. That is true. Fifteen years ago, or something like that, which was very. We our my parents' house was on. Uh, if walls could talk, yeah, that's it. And it's funny because I had just started doing stand up, and so of course my dream was to be on TV. And then we get told we're going to be on if these walls could talk, and they come to our house and they film my entire family doing things and they ended up cutting my only scene yeah so everybody in my family who didn't give a crap about being on television Mm -hmm. got on and i didn't me and kirby used to also run a bakery together called laura lou's yes and the reason that me and oh also uh this show is called little house of the dragon it is the first official putting on airs spinoff show and we're going to talk about you guessed it House of the Dragon. Uh, and the reason that I wanted my sister to do this with me is, and I think that you would admit this, you are probably the biggest deep diver into television shows of anyone you know, correct? Oh, yeah, 100%. Nobody loves a fandom mm-hmm. like I do. Right. Like- I, I want to immerse myself into the world. <laughs> One million percent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're like very active on Downton Abbey Facebook groups. Yes, yes, I, I, but right now I'm actually currently on pause in my Downton Abbey group right. because I've just, I'm telling you, there's a lot of 70-year-old people from like <laughs> Michigan that just don't agree with me. <laughs> on what? On just literally any like just theory. I mean, you know, like I just read into everything. What's like, a recent argument you've had with a 70-year-old Michigan woman on Downton Abbey? Or is it a man? Well, this, okay, the man, there's a man, literally there's an episode (laughs) where Rose Mm -hmm. has her, um, you know, technically it's her, um, you know, debutante ball. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about debutante balls, morally? (laughs) Morally? Because we, me and Trey have talked about this a lot. I mean, as the Southern girl in me is Uh like... I want to put a dress on. Uh-huh. Like, I, I want. I want to feel pretty. But like the feminist in me is like, it's really. It feels like cattle being put out to auction. Oh yeah, in a way, sure. right? Okay. Yeah, and I, so and I feel that way about like beauty pageants too. Yeah, right. I mean, it's yeah, but also there's still that little girl and yeah, just, right. Of course. Yeah, but the argument was, 
you know, it's a common term to call it a coming out ball. Because yeah, right. you're coming out you're coming, into yeah. society. So, in my lengthy post, I said... The question was, what was your favorite episode, Downton Abbey? And that's my favorite episode because they're in London. We got a Prince of Wales, you know, cameo. It's just, it's cool. So I said, it's her coming out ball. Well, you know, Joe Schmo from Michigan's <laughs> like, she ain't gay. <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, I, I know, fam. Like, you know, like... <laughs> I, I ain't saying that. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Of course that. not. Not a thing but, wrong with like, that. It, it, he just got into it with me, and it it doesn't bring out a good side with of me. Right. And so I'm just taking like a little emotional mental break from the Facebook group. It's so stupid that like not only did they think that that's what you thought it meant, but that they thought there was ever any scenario in which case back in the 20s and 30s, they would throw a parade for you being gay. Yeah. You're wrong now. They do throw a parade yeah. for you being gay. And yeah. it's very cool. And I've been to it in yeah. Chelsea, New York. It was wonderful. Yeah. But like. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Also, I just get, I would get annoyed on there because I just felt like people just assumed they knew more than me. And mm-hmm. I know they don't. Yeah. No, they don't. And I, I you've know seen it. You've seen every episode of Downton Abbey probably at oh, least 15 times. They go outside to parks and do activities. I don't. So, yeah. of course, <laughs> I know, I know more about yep. what's going on right. basically with any show. Yeah. Right. There you go. No, it's true. But, hey, uh, I'm Kirby, guys. Yep, this is my sister Kirby, <laughs> the funniest person in my family. So, obviously, if you haven't gotten the memo uh, yet, I know this is, sounds like an insane thing that I have to mention, but I do have to mention it because there are some people who see that you're doing a, a podcast about a show and still, for some reason, don't think that there's going to be spoilers. Like, they'll go, oh, my God, I can't believe you told If you haven't watched the most recent House of the Dragon, which in the case of this podcast is the pilot, the heir of the dragons. Go back and watch that before you listen to this. There's also going to, of course, be some spoilers from Game of Thrones at large, the entire show. So I would suggest that if you haven't watched that, probably do that or just decide that you don't care that you're going to hear spoilers. There's so many and- things in Game of Thrones, just actual Game of Thrones, that we could say something and you'll... Pr- You'll probably forget. Yeah, for sure. There's so many details. For sure. Dude, there probably will forget that. Oh, yeah, they said that in that episode. Yeah, and there's probably going to be some light Downton Abbey spoilers. Sorry. Uh, We can't control it. Tie it in to anything. I'm good. Yeah, for sure. And I want you to. That's why I brought you on the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, again, if you haven't watched the most recent episode of The House, Mm of dragon go do that and speaking of game of thrones in general of course this is the first spin-off show or prequel however you want to call it of game of thrones and i think that it was you know m- met with a little bit of trepidation from a lot of fans just because of the sour taste that was in everybody's mouth yeah. from how uh season eight of yeah, game of thrones in where where were you at on the finale of game of thrones Nothing annoys me more than the build up, the character arc that they were working on. To me, I mean, think about it. Season one, Jamie kills a child. Mm-hmm. First episode. By, first episode. Then by season eight, we're pulling for him in every aspect of his life. So mm-hmm. in other words, 
the effort that was put in to his character just to say, nah, we're going to send him back right. to his sister. Right. I, I saw it as lazy. Yeah. I saw it as only wanting shock value. Right. When Like it's the writers going, the, sure, this would be better, but it's what they think we're going to do, and we have to surprise exactly, them. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, don't get me started on Danny. Or actually, we're doing a podcast. Get me started on Danny. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, no, yeah, that, please go ahead. Just, I, thought, I thought it was ridiculous because, I mean, in a way, yes, it's tying her back to the Mad King. All of that it's, made sense. It, it did make sense, but her whole stick, I mean, she was so progressive, caring right. about the everyday people. Like that, she was truly wanted to be a queen of the people, right? Instead of just like you know, have her coming out ball, right? You know, right. you know, and then just for her to be like, I'm gonna burn y'all up. Like that just didn't make sense to me. Well, it didn't make sense in the context of it happening that quick. I think yeah. that you know George R. R. Martin mm-hmm. wanted there to be ten seasons. And if there had been 10 seasons and they had started her descent mm-hmm. in season eight mm-hmm. and then built it for two mm-hmm. seasons, I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Again, because again, just in a vacuum, the ancestor of the Mad King going mad, like, of course, I buy that. That mm-hmm. makes sense. But mm-hmm. it's just everything went from boom to what? Yeah. And so it, now, but again, I, I'm, I'm the type of person that like, I'm not going to let one now, granted, it was the whole season, and you could argue some of uh, season seven. I'm not going to let one bad season make me go boo, boo. One no. of the greatest shows in the world. Yeah, no, I, I'm not going. I'm not going to do that either. Because I mean, just I'm just going to choose to be positive. I just one. I'm a fan. I like things, and like, yeah, I don't even really like. I was going to ask you your opinion, but like, I don't even like. Even though I definitely feel that season eight sucked, I don't even really like to say that because mm-hmm. like. I'm just not, I try not to be a negative person when it comes to art and stuff. And mainly because I'm a, I'm a person who makes it. And yeah. so I know how difficult, now I don't know how difficult making Game of Thrones is, but like, all I know Evidently, is Evidently, lighting is very difficult. Very difficult. Yeah. Very, <laughs> yeah. very difficult. I, I know that that's, that's one hard thing. That's a little behind the scenes. We've been in here for like five hours and we still definitely don't have it lit right. Yeah. We tried. I, I just literally, Game of Thrones, which people said it about Hassle Dragon episode one, but definitely um, the fight scene last season of Game of Thrones just, I remember we were over here. We literally were like, is the TV adjusted right? I couldn't see nothing. So yeah, lighting, definitely an issue. Yeah, but again, I'm just a huge fan and I don't like to, if I, if there's a, something if there's a movie or a tv show that i really don't like i just choose not to talk about it yeah. i don't want to pile on but like we're in good company with season eight of game of thrones i think even the it's, people that it worked brought on america it, together for sure it really did mm-hmm. in a moment when mm-hmm. we kind of needed it yeah uh mm-hmm. actually yeah so so anyways that's where we left off uh game of thrones and now we are at uh the prequel the house of the dragon which is going to uh, reunite us with the family. Well, not reunite us. This is us being with them for the first time. The Targaryens. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to give us a quick overview from your... I know you can fire off a quick overview of this episode. The pilot, which is called... Heirs of the Dragons. Heirs of the Dragons. <laughs> the Heirs of the Dragons. I was about to say House of Dragon. Um, I thought it was amazing, uh-huh. which that's the general consensus with Everyone. How many dragons out of five dragons would you give it? That's going to be our very unique rating system. I mean, I, I'll i tell you, I think four and a half dragons. And mm. I'll, I'll tell you the reason I didn't give it five. 
and maybe we're going to get this character, I felt like it was lacking like a Tyrion. Yeah. It, it needed just a little bit of humor in there. Yeah, Because, right. I mean, what, the first episode yeah, of Game was... of Thrones, he's just at a brothel. Yeah. You know, like, I yeah. mean... No, there which, was... Which, I mean, we got the brothel scenes. Right. But there needed to be just a little bit of humor, in my opinion. But, I mean... Besides that, four point five. That that was the only, only reason. Thing, yeah, only thing. just not enough levity. And yeah, I agree maybe because, we're going to be introduced to that character next week. I mean, surely because, and I'm not saying this in a negative way. I'm not saying like, oh, just this whole show is just a carbon copy of how they did the other one. You do have the characters in this that sort of give you the vibes of uh, of Game of Thrones, like. Like for instance, Matt Smith, strong Jamie Lannister vibes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you even we even have him at the beginning of the show sitting on the Iron Throne the way that Jamie Lannister was sitting on the Iron Throne. Uh, I mean, Jamie Lannister was not like you know he wasn't an heir and he wasn't like trying to actually get to the yeah, throne, but yeah. he was behind his sister who wanted all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the king played by what's the king's name? Oh. oh, Lord, are we going to have to edit this later? <laughs> it's a P, it's a Don't P. Don't you have it in front of you? Or, oh, I was thinking of the actor's name. No, no, oh, no. Oh, Vis- yeah, it's Patty v- Patty Harrington. Yeah. yeah. Viserys. Viserys. Yeah, um, Viserys. He's giving me sort of a mixture of Ned Stark in that he does seem like he wants to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But also like Ned Stark, where he's kind of stupid about the way that he does it. Ned Stark and uh, Robert Baratheon's just love child. Yes, exactly. Which, again, this is not a slide on the show. I think that's great. Like, we... We we love those types of characters, and also it's immediately setting up a show that is, uh, hey, it's <laughs> the, the whole show is about getting to the throne. Yeah, that's what made us love the first one. Yeah, I mean, not everybody can be the quarterback. No, not everybody can be the quarterback. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I mean, honestly, they can't. So, uh, so the the show opens up. Um, we see King Viserys, and everyone is talking about. Uh, he's talking about an heir. He's mm-hmm. his wife is with child Mm -hmm. and she expresses to him and they did a wonderful job of exposition in this show Mm -hmm. where, uh, you know, obviously pilots are television shows are difficult. A pilot's insanely more difficult because you can't like, that's why the, uh, that's why the, like the sequel of an action movie is always better, usually better than the first one because they can just jump right in. Yeah. You don't have to establish any of these people. Yeah. Here we go. That's why that 4.5 dragon rating was honestly pretty it's good. It's really good. It's yeah. really good because yeah. like nobody usually, like I won't say nobody, but like it's rare when you're re-watching something, you just want to watch a certain episode that anyone, anybody ever goes back to like just the pilot. Yeah. Like the only pilot that I'd consider one of the episodes or one of the show's best episodes is probably Cheers. I think the pilot's amazing. Yeah. It stands alone. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. But he's talking about um, his his heir, his wife is with child. She is letting everybody know, like, hey, by the way, we've tried this five times yeah. in 10 years, yeah. and it hasn't worked. So maybe don't get your hopes up. Mm-hmm. And also there's a little of like, and I'm going to need you to not think of me as less than a woman if I can't get this done for you. And he doesn't seem like the type of dude that is going to do that because like you know henry the eighth who of course uh, game of thrones is based on the war of the roses and and so uh george R. R. martin is familiar with a lot of those characters mm-hmm. henry the eighth would like if if his wife gave him a girl 
bye, see you, yeah. cut your yeah. head off. And that's yeah. your fault, which yeah. we later found out through science that the sex of the baby is often determined by the man. So mm-hmm. if you're having a bunch of girls, that's really on you. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't But he doesn't seem like he's going to be the, the whole like off with her head if she doesn't give me an air. But you know, she keeps telling me she's like, "We don't." There, I think one one side one uh, one line was like, uh, uh, "I'm sorry, but there's no way for this baby to magically grow up and let you know unless, unless it already has one. one." Yeah, I thought that was really funny. But she, because she can tell, he really wants this because if this baby is not a man. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have to pass the torch to his brother, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Smith, who is Damon. Damon, she's just so much better at names than me. And uh, because what's the other option besides him? Who's the other person? Rhaenyra. Well, you can't give it to a woman. No. You know that's another thing I'd like to point out. This is the first time I've ever I've had female guests on other podcasts, but I've never actually had a podcast with a woman. I bet you there's a lot of my fans who are like, "Thank God, finally!" Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. here she is. Hear her roar, roar, baby. <laughs> so, so right. So they're like, "No, they can't have a woman because there's never been one." And they're like, "Well, yeah, just because there's no precedent doesn't mean how do you how do you make precedent for something? You mm-hmm. do it." For the first time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're also having a tournament in this pilot episode, which I don't remember if in Game of Thrones the pilot episode was the tournament. Was that was that the tournament? No, it wasn't the tournament. The uh, the tournament episode. That's when a mountain shows up for the first time, right? They ended up getting another actor to play him, and that's one of my <laughs> pet peeves. Mm-hmm. It's like just kill him off. You can't have another person. Yeah, and also like, what's the, what was the first one doing climbing Everest? Like you didn't want to, you didn't want to, you, you didn't want to come back. <laughs> like that's literally the way I saw it. Like, yeah, this is Game of Thrones, bro. Yeah, and like, it's not like it was like oh mid. I mean, I I can't get my words out. That's the way I see it. Yeah, like, right. What do you mean? So uh, first, through the first act of this show, give us your breakdown on it after everything I've I've uh, I've just said. The whole baby situation just really just upset me. As a woman? As a woman, which I also, I feel like we all, when we're watching this show, we don't need to look at it through the lens of... Today? Today. Yeah. This is a universe, a world, where brothers and sisters bang. All the time. It's a different... World, yeah. So as, look, aside so, from England in the past, where that yeah, never happened, yeah. I mean, like, I'm just, um, I'm trying to not look at it through that lens, but I mean, we can't help it. Well, it's funny you say that because when I'm watching, when I'm watching Game of Thrones, so many times mm-hmm. I go, well, you know, back then, that's just how they. And I'm like, well, this isn't back then. Yeah, this isn't because it I, just to me, it's like this is old England. I'm, yeah, I'm. I, you kind of compare it to like medieval times, of course. you know. Um, but the whole baby situation, literally, it got me. Them at the Grand Maester, whatever, ask you know, asking him yeah. what he wanted to do yeah. when she literally was one million percent coherent of what was going on. Yeah, I mean, it screaming. Make that, yeah, screaming. It's not like the woman was passed out, couldn't answer questions. She literally could say, I want this or I want that. And it just wasn't even, it wasn't, that wasn't even a thought to ask her. And that, I mean, that really made me mad. But you say we can't look at it through the lens of like our society, but like, dude, that 100%, 
I, I could see even up until like the 60s in America yeah. being a thing where they go to the dad and be like, hey, you got to make this decision. Yeah, and, they, yeah. and and he wouldn't be like, well, let's see what she wants. Because I promise you most of the time, the woman, I mean, this is just my personal opinion, mm-hmm. is going to be like, um, save me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Like, I literally was just sitting there thinking, like, I feel like Fox. Don't take the girl. Fox happened in households after this episode. Yeah. Because there, oh, were women, yeah. there were women that were like, so. Yeah. What would you do? Were you going to save me? Yeah. Like, I mean, I was picking a fight in my head. Oh, like, yeah. Already, re- which surprisingly, well, it never y- happened. Your husband's smarter than that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just doesn't listen to what I say. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, so, luckily, he just didn't hear you give him that ultimatum yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, One million percent. Sure, baby, whatever. Yeah, sure. Uh, Yeah, that was very upsetting. But you had a good theory. The forced C-section, which just was terrible. What, and what, also, uh, yeah, yeah. saw somebody on Facebook. It's so wrong, but I love it. I saw someone on Facebook call the baby Caesarean Targaryen, (laughs) and that literally just sent me over the edge. I just thought that was so funny. So funny. Yeah. But you had a theory about the blood stain in the bed. Yeah. And I sent you that picture, and Mm -hmm. you agree with me. Yeah. I saw it the first time we were watching it at your house, Mm -hmm. and I thought... I was like, is that blood stain in the shape of a dragon? Yeah. yeah. And then when I was watching it the second time for this, I paused it, took a picture, uh, which I, I may, if I remember, share here. And I'm, I mean, I think that it is. And I don't know if that's, here's what I can't decide though. If in the show that is supposed to be some sort of symbolism that actually exists, or if that's just the creators of the show being like, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Like, just as a freeze frame thing. But as you've said a million times about Game of Thrones, what do you say? There's intent with everything. Everything. This is one of the most this intentional blood shows of all time. dragon in the sheets, literally six years from now, we might have a 30-second clip of an episode, and it ties it to it. For sure. There's just intention with everything. And that's one of the things that makes George R. R. Martin like, just, I mean, he's unbelievable. I listen, just, un, just literally unbelievable. I listened to an interview with him uh, a couple days ago uh, with Jason Concepcion, who is uh, the king of podcasts. And frankly, if you want to listen to a great uh, House of the Dragon podcast, leave here and go listen to HBO's official podcast hosted by Jason Concepcion, because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But he interviewed George R. R. Martin, and George R. R. Martin was actually talking about how, like, he doesn't like, he's like, I don't write allegorically. So like what's happening to these characters is what happens to these characters. I'm, he goes, I'm not saying that like some world events can't seep in. Uh-huh. He's like, but I'm not doing any of that stuff with intent. Like when I, when I'm writing, uh, you know, what whatever the scene is for this, it, I'm not like, I'm not watching like the Trump hearing and being like, Oh, this is this. Uh-huh. He's like, it's just, that's what happened to these characters. But like, I don't know sometimes, but but the man is so good at character development that like he he really does look at everything. Whereas like I I found myself when I'm writing short stories and stuff, I can write like a five page story, and when I reread it, I'll have a plot hole in a five page story mm-hmm. because I was just going with the flow. Yeah, yeah. That sob. I mean, 
every there is not one wasted word on the page there's not one wasted scene in the show and with this show i don't know how much he had to do with seasons seven and eight of game of thrones i know they were past the books Mm -hmm. so i don't know if anything but like you can definitely tell already with this pilot that he's had a a a really big hand in it oh yes yes big hand it it was just, it was phenomenal. I mean, I thought it was just, and one thing I've seen, which I just think this is crazy. We've talked about this before, especially like Disney Pixar movies. Easter eggs, mm-hmm. literally, I, anytime, Live anytime I see an Easter egg in a movie, it mm-hmm. hits so hard it's for me. Best. Even if it's just the dumbest little thing, I think it's so cool. Well, there, you know, there were some Easter eggs in this episode. And we have these just like Game of Thrones purists. The Joe Schmoes from Michigan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just being like annoyed with that. And yeah. I'm like, how are you annoyed that there's a Rickon Stark? Like he exists. He yeah, he exists. He exists. Like this is the world like this is the world that has been built. Rickon Stark was their great great grandfather or whatever. Yeah. That would be him. Yeah, like, exactly. If like the like they say multiple times in Game of Thrones, the Starks have ran Winterfell for however many years. Yeah. So what do you want to just retcon that whole thing because it might be weird if we bring Rickon Stark in here? I thought it was awesome. And I, I thought it was awesome. And then like I said, you know, about intention, it really just shows how I mean, there's these extensive family trees for all of these houses. Yeah, right. Like, it is... I thought you were going to bring one over here. Next episode, we're going to have you a know, family You I mean, trip. I do have to be a mom. Yeah, that's true, but <laughs> she'll... Yeah, I'm just saying, she'll sit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's she's, true. She's, that's she's, true. Yeah. Next time, folks. Yeah. Next time. Family tree. Yeah. And what? Yeah. So so we've, we set up the uh, first act of the show, which is obviously the, the power uh, struggle between uh, uh, Damon and wanting to be the heir, and of course the princess, who's like definitely never going to be the heir, mm-hmm. and now we've announced the pregnancy, and now we're on to the tournament. What are your thoughts on the tournament? Damon is just like out there wilding. How do you feel about him? I'm looking at him through the Jamie lens. Yeah. Where I think that he's really misunderstood. Uh-huh. Bringing it back to Game of Thrones. Jamie literally killed the king to protect Heck his the dad. Yeah. Yeah. To protect his dad, Tyrion. No, I'm sorry, not Tyrion. Tywin. Tywin. And Tywin's like, Kingslayer. Like, I, I, when he threw Bran out of the thing, mm-hmm. I'm like, bad guy. But before that, when his only he crime... Loving his family. Which is my favorite quote from him was, he goes, if I'd have stabbed him in the front, would it have been better? It's yes. like, no, he look, who cares how yeah. he killed the guy? I just like, feel like Damon has that chip on his shoulder that is very similar mm-hmm. to Jamie. I mean, and I feel like, his role in the show is for us to compare him to Jamie. I believe. I, oh, a hundred percent. And yeah. I wanted to ask you this because, like, I normally never have a woman's perspective, and this is like going to sound like a very shallow male sexist question, but I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Do you think Matt? First off, let me say this: Matt Smith is a very handsome man. Mm-hmm. Somebody on Twitter had the perfect way to describe Matt Smith, which they said: Matt Smith is a really handsome man but not in a way that doesn't completely rule out incest, which mm-hmm. is why he's perfect for mm-hmm. these and, like, to play King Philip, Because, mm-hmm. like, if some, Matt Smith is good-looking, but if, if someone told you his parents were cousins, you'd be like, I can see that. Yeah. So, but again, he's a handsome man. I do not think that he's as handsome as the feller who played Jamie. No. <laughs> right. So do you think, at least on a subconscious level, that there's no way... 
as many people are going to feel as uh, what's the word? Um, attracted? Yes, not attracted. Uh, let them get away with. Oh, make excuses. Make excuses. Yeah. God, I'm stupid. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that people are going like, to be. Like, you won't let him get away with as much stuff because yeah. he's not as good looking. Yeah, I agree. I think that is how it will be mm-hmm. because Jamie just. Okay, he's so this, good looking. Conventionally good looking. He's and one of also, the best looking people I've ever I seen. Think he was. It's, he was so conventionally good looking that his first name was just someone we went to high school with. Yeah. Everyone else is like Viserys. Yeah. You know, all these weird names and they just, Jamie. Jamie, right. You all know that guy. Yeah, That Jamie. could have been intentional. Yeah. That's, that's funny. I never thought about that. He really is the only one in the whole lore of the show mm-hmm. that has a name that I've even heard before. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody, I mm-hmm. mean, Bran maybe, but I mean, I actually don't know a Bran, but I can see that, yeah. like short for Brandon or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Jamie had the most, and maybe that was a way to make him more like, you want to be able to put anyone here mm-hmm. and be, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like why Spider-Man wears a mask. We can all envision ourselves as that. Mm-hmm. So granted, Dude, nobody from here except for Zach D. Board could imagine them. And y'all don't know him. He's just a very handsome hunk of a man that, that <laughs> he is. Is he not the best looking dude you've ever seen? He's That's not your husband? <laughs> you don't have to... He he looks good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we were talking about the tournament. He's in the tournament. And, and uh, I was listening to a couple people talk about another parallel here is that Matt Smith... Uh, Damon, mm-hmm. I keep wanting that. I just, I'm a Doctor Who fan, as you can see. That's why yeah. I'm on the t-shirt. Yeah, I've never, I've never watched Doctor Who. Yeah, it's not really your speed. Now, I would love nothing more than for you to get into it, especially yeah. uh, to do something like this about it. Yeah, I just it. know him from the Crown, but it's definitely not. I know all the things you're into, Outlander, Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is straight up. Oh, and there's an Outlander tie-in as well. Oh, really? And by the way, yeah. if this show is successful, we'll end up doing a rewatch of Outlander. Like, don't, yeah, I don't mean, you worry. You ain't got to tell me. Yeah, right. Well, um, no, there was an Outlander tie-in. Um, Sir Harold uh-huh. from the beginning, um, you know, whenever uh, Ramiria. Rim- yeah, Ramiria. Ramiria. <laughs> Rymeria. Rymeria. That sounds like an STD. Is it Rymeria? Is her name Rymeria? I think it's Rymeria. Okay, yeah, yeah. But scene where she comes off the dragon, you know, the very beginning of the episode, Sir Harold, you know, like her like personal guard, that mm. was Dougal off Outlander. Oh, Dougal. Yes. I don't and know like, you know, you, you hate, you love to hate him, hated to love him. So it was right. cool seeing him on screen. And I also love that they were like, you know what? This Scottish accent does not exist. Does not ex- yeah. exist in the realm, but we're rolling with it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, like Bill, yeah. Bill Burr came yeah. into Star Wars, and now the Boston accent is just in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it. cool. Okay, guys. We're idiots. We've just literally been calling the main character of the show, Rhymeria, and her <laughs> name is Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. So, you know... Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, through the magic of editing, you didn't even know that we left, but we did because we felt so bad that we were... It's only one episode in, for the love of God. I can't keep up. Like, also... I can't know everything all the time. Well, also, here's the thing that you have to forgive yourself for. In real life, we know, like... Let's say we know 100 people. Mm. 40 of them have the same name. Their name's Dave. Yeah. Well, in this world, not only do they all have names that we've never even heard of, Mm. they're all different. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got... Dude... When I first started watching Game of Thrones, Tywin and Tyrion, 
I, I could I not it. get them straight. I did. You've it. already done it today. I've already done it. Yeah. I did it in the podcast. Like I, so, like yeah. I, it's just going to happen. And we're country as cornbread and stupid as crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, how good have I done not cursing? By the way. Or have I Pretty. cursed? No, you haven't cursed. You've done good. You she's done good. a mother, and we, not that we would want uh, her child to ever see this, but in the event that she does, we want to do something that she can be proud of. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be clean for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. So back to House of the Dragon. Back to House of the Dragon. There's just one thing, and I wanted, I almost told you this earlier, but, you know, wanted your reaction mm-hmm. on the podcast. And literally, there might just be one thing that people comment and say, no, because of this. Like, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. All right. Song, Ice, and Fire. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the dream. And he said that it's a secret passed down to each heir. Each tar- uh, Targaryen. Yeah, the, just the heir, though. Not Targaryen, just the heir. Which I don't know how many it goes back. Like, how many years this goes back. But think about this. It goes from heir to heir. Go to Game of Thrones. Mad King, mm-hmm. his heir, Rhaegar. Right. He gets killed in the Battle of the Trident. So, technically, if you're going by, you know, the actual heir rules heir. of secession, Viserys, new Viserys, Game of Thrones Viserys, he's the heir. But did Rhaegar tell him the secret? Ooh. So, that's a great question. Daenerys, sh- she, she didn't know the secret. Right. But Viserys wasn't going to tell Daenerys the secret. He said he claimed the Iron Throne. He had the most claim to it. Right. He's not going to tell Daenerys that secret. Right. So did he? the secret die with Rhaegar in the Battle of the Trident whenever Robert Baratheon just like slayed him? I would. I mean, that's a great fan theory. And again, y'all comment below and tell us how wrong we are to posit such a thing. But. I mean, the way I look at all the Targaryen stuff with the, and this is just me, this is outside regular world, Corey, uh, 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 putting my own, I'll bleep it, <laughs> on, <laughs> on the Westeros world. When they, they have all these prophecies and like Nostradamus and all this stuff, I'm like, well, yeah, if someone says one day this will happen, mm-hmm. Within 500 years, I'm sure that it will. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. were you really a prophet or did you just say, hey, this thing is going to happen and then, you know, shake the bag and the watch yeah. gets made or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know, but like, that's interesting. And I guarantee you this, whether or not that's true or not has crossed George R. R. Martin's mind. Yeah, everything has. Yeah. <laughs> everything has. But one other cool thing, this is just... This is so cool. So cool. Everyone knows Game of Thrones. To kill a Nightwalker, you need Valerian Steel. Wasn't there another way to? It was just Valerian Steel. I mean. Could you burn them? Vibes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay. King Viserys. Vibes. (laughs) He is carrying, in the episode, first episode, House of Dragon, he is carrying the sword that later on, 170-something years later, Arya kills the Night King with. Mm -hmm. The same one. That's so cool. Also, side note, it's the same sword that um, the assassination attempt on um, Bran. Bran, yeah. Yeah. When they when they Couldn't come into his, his room, when they come into his room at night and he yes. and Catherine Tully is yes. Catherine it, Tully Catelyn 
Catlin. 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 See, good Lord. Yeah, because you know what? It's not a real name. Uh, well, Catlin is at least kind of close. Because she went by Cat. Yeah, right. And like Caitlin, Catlin, whatever. Yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. like we're doing really good here. Yeah, yeah. That, to me, that was just, oh, goes back to the beginning of the episode. The intent, it's just, it's so cool. A sword, by the way, is pretty much the only weapon that stays the same regardless of whether it's passed down a lot. Because like if you get a sword... Like the, my great 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 grandpa's sword, mm-hmm. you sharpen it up, and it's the same sword that he used to use. If you're like, I'm going to shoot you with my grandpa's 300 year old gun, I'm like, yeah, try. You're going to yeah. miss. Like yeah. they suck. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like only in in swords does that sort of like family heirloom weapon even work? Yeah, like it could be a thousand years old, and like it just, it just it's a sword. Yeah, yeah. Keep sharpening it. Yeah, Valerian yeah. still gets stronger. Yeah, I just. And I think I saw, I think it was on a BuzzFeed article that I saw. Buzz, That's where I get all my news. Yeah. I mean, that knee news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, um, I, that's where I've gotten a lot of my little, I've seen little things and I've just, you know, kind of gone down got, the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. You're a rabbit hole. If you ever have, if you ever have your own solo podcast, which I just feel like once the world gets introduced to you, you eventually will. <laughs> I think it would, should be. I'm sure there's one already called this, but down the rabbit hole with with Kirby Askew would be money because you were the most rabbit hole. Like me and you can't be, we can't just watch a show together and me act make the mistake of being like, where do I know that person from? And before I know it, we're pausing the episode. You're getting on Wikipedia. You're going to a different Wikipedia from that. This is going to take you to IMDb. Then you're like, wait, the set designer on this was da 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 Did you know? Yeah. And then I've got the entire history all yeah. from an hour of you searching. Well, one thing I recommend um, our viewers doing is... They're called airheads, by the way. Oh, airheads. Yeah. I recommend this, airheads. On your smart device... Download the Fandom app. F-A-N-D-O-M? Yes. And it is like a base, like a Wikipedia base. I didn't know about this. Yes. And you can choose any show you want. Like on my account, you know, I've got Game of Thrones, Downton Abbey, Outlander, all that. I can do this? Yeah, anyone. Can we share like things? We're not sponsored by Fandom, by the way. I just... I don't know if you can share things, but that's like how I've gotten into the family trees of you okay. know people and stuff. I highly recommend going on there because like there's even like sections that's like, okay, no, this is straight up from the book. This section right here is what you've seen on the TV right, show. Right, right. And I really recommend it because I mean, if you're really wanting to do a deep dive, yeah, right. Yeah, go for it. Well, let's keep let's keep rolling here. We talked about the tournament. Uh, we are up to we're getting we're getting close, but we're up to the the tournament. Obviously, is is happening and uh, coinciding with the tournament happening. The queen has begun her labors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cyrus Viserys, right, man? Are you right? Yeah, I mean the whole just what he. <sighs> Dirty. It was dirty. But we've, I mean, we've already covered it. Well, it, we're not, we're not, too, I mean, we covered it, we covered it a little bit. Uh, he, so they're at the tournament. He announces to everybody that she's begun her labors and everybody cheers. Mm-hmm. And it does seem like so far on this show, mm-hmm. like with Game of, Th- this, this is, this is all stayed 
kind of in one family mm-hmm. this show mm-hmm. game of thrones we saw everybody's house in the in the first couple episodes you saw, you heard this person's opinion about this family and this family's opinion about this this person loves the king uh which is like yeah of course they do mm-hmm. they're a lannister but most everybody else hates the king at least judging by the attitude of everybody at the tournament he does seem like he's a fairly beloved king mm-hmm. which oh, it, yeah. which is like to me not what I was gonna, not what I expected when we were getting the Targaryen show. Because I look at the Targaryens the same way that I look at like Slytherin. It's like everyone in their family was just the worst yeah. all the time, mm-hmm. and so to me, they're they're reigning with an iron fist, and it's terror. And of course, Matt Smith, Damon. Has a little bit bit of that because uh, I don't know if you want to talk about the cloaks and what he does when he goes through town. We didn't talk that about was something that. Something that confused me. Okay. You know, he went and like he, which you know, cool, killing the rapists, the murderers, the and thing. he's sort of like Jamie in that sense too. Is that he's like the knight's guard or whatever? Yes, but my question was like, it's at least ten p.m. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when he was out there. Like, how'd he know? Right. You know what I mean? Like, they, they didn't have, like, you know, carved R's or N's right. in their forehead. So, like, they were just like, murderer. Yeah, right. You murdered and you yeah, raped. Yeah, like. And everybody was just like, well, it is the past. I sure yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, like, how, I, I was so confused. Because at first, when I first watched it, I thought they were just rounding them up. Yeah, right. Like, I didn't know that there was, like, actual intent there. Then I watched it again, and I was like, wait. Like, <laughs> They're killing the bad guys. And I mean, they're making a spectacle of it. You know, yeah. like, you know, the, 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 don't rape people. Yeah, don't rape people. They cut his weenie. Yeah, his yeah. weenie. I'm being clean here. His dang dong. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then the thief, they cut his hands off. And then what did the guy do? They cut his tongue out. I don't know. Said smart the king, mouth, Said I the king don't hit or yeah, something. Yeah, smart mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can think. Yeah. Uh, He's talking about science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thrown off by that. Yeah, right. Yeah, Well, definitely. I mean, it was definitely, I guess to me... Uh, maybe it did seem a little bit forced, but it's there to show, hey, this guy is a take charge, no nonsense guy. And while the things here he is doing does seem evil, it's not like he's doing it to like just the subjects, like the, the average everyday peasant. Like these people did a thing. Yeah, they're not murdering a baby like Joffrey sent right. his peeps Ex- out to exactly. do. It's not mm-hmm. like someone's dog bit him and so he's like let's kill the butcher's kid when i realized that it made me feel better about damon it's just like i said at the beginning i just thought they were just like all right dudes let's party we're gonna go out and kill some people and they just kill people right but i mean you know no they were like we know where some murderers and rapists are let's go cut their ding dong off yeah and i just thought it was real convenient that they were all just Just right there well yeah which I guess I mean, murderers you know, and rapers hang yeah, out together. Yeah, say birds like, of a feather. Yeah, birds yeah. of a feather, like at 10 p.m., yeah. you know, yeah. hey, uh, hey, do you rape? Because we're going to be down here I'm at 10 p.m. You doing folks, some raping. Hang out with garbage, you start to stink. Yes, mm-hmm. that is true. Granny mm-hmm. used to say that all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the 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 queen, Queen... Emma. Queen. Oh, yeah, there you go. Normal name. Uh, normal, normal name. I mean, they had to, like, you so, know, church it up with an A at the beginning. Yeah, right. Emma. Yeah, Emma. Yeah. yeah, and of course, let's, you know, yeah. kill her. Well, the Disney nerd in me is like, well, the maternal voice had to be gone. Right, because that's what Disney does. They're, the yeah, mother always like, is gone. Like, I, you know... Speaking of maternal voice, this is like, did you expect this show to start out with a narrator? 
No, I didn't. Because that was like a great plot device. Like, I don't know if they're going to keep doing it. Like, in a pilot, it's really good because it gives you an excuse to do a lot of exposition that you can't really act out. It's like, well, we'll just have the narrator say the thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Much like, you know, a lot of those devices work, like, you know, in the office. It's like, we'll just do an interview and Mm -hmm. they'll set Mm -hmm. the scene or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was interesting. And I can't... I can't decide if I want that to continue in the show. But I don't want it to. Okay. But I, but to me, though, I'm fine with, like, expositionary mm-hmm. devices mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, yes, just tell me, and now you can go on instead of, like, having to construct this entire scene that's otherwise not entertaining but is only informative. So, anyways, you were talking about the uh, maternal voice being gone. Yeah, I mean, I think it was important because, obviously, like, we need her to struggle we can't have her being like, Mommy, what do I do? And her right. be like, Yeah, I do this. And her right. be like, Okay. Like, I, I think it was technically necessary just yeah. to, you know, add that little to the story. It didn't mean it didn't stink. Well, because she's going to ha- show that you just feel like you don't always just feel good. And I thought, Of course. Man, this is like a normal mom who just yeah, right. like tells her daughter she stinks and they just take a bath. Yeah, right. You smell like dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's just normal In mom. In front of her stuff. friends. Yeah. God. And then she goes literally. Our mom would do that to you for sure. One million. And then she's just, you know, bearing the cup of the king. Mm -hmm. And he just, in front of all the important men of Westeros, he's like, honey, you stink. Yeah, right. You stink. Give me some more Like Literally, the secondhand embarrassment I had for the girl. Yeah, no. I felt for No, for sure. She doesn't seem to care that she stank, though. No. She's uh -uh. got a little bit of that aria in her. She, a, oh, yeah. a, I've got some pep in my step. Like, like I want to be oh, like a knot. You, right. You, everyone wants this for me because this is what I was born to do. I don't care. I want to ride stinky dragons and stank. Mm-hmm. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. And so after, you know, the queen dies, they have the, the funeral. Huge moment. We got to hear her say, Dracarys. I know. And that was just something that like all Game of Thrones peeps were like, yeah, that was great. Like we I'm were sure, waiting. I'm sure that Joe Schmo from Michigan was like, Bleh. Yeah, there were some people that like didn't like how she said it. And I'm just like, it's not the same actress. I forgot. Their voice isn't the same. Right. I'm so stupid because, and I realized like two seconds after this, but when she first said Dracarys, I forgot that that was the command to get the dragon. It's not I, the dragon's name. name. right? And like... I, I was like Leonardo DiCaprio in the Hollywood, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. I was like, oh, I know, that's the same dragon. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, he old, boy. He is old dragon. How long yeah. do dragons live? I'm like, you know, and then I'm like, oh, right. That's the uh, sit boy yes. for that fire is, breathing. That is the sit boy. Yeah, right. Yeah. And breathe fire. And that's the, hey, burn our mom. <laughs> like, yeah. And, yeah. The, and the dragon was just like, that's what you want, boss. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. yeah. And. Very dramatic moment. And then, you know, the king's upset naturally. And I'm sure a lot of it's guilt because he should feel guilty. Yeah, right. I mean, she's dead because of him. And I don't want it to sound like I'm saying I'm glad that baby died. But... It was necessary for the story. Of course it was necessary for the story. And I was just like, yeah, bro. Like, you should have left... You should have let your wife live, and then it would be fine. And she might could try again. Now, granted, I don't think she'd have tried again after this one. And he seemed genuine. Like he seemed okay with the fact that she didn't want to try again. Like, yeah, he, he did. I think he temporarily let the pressures get to him, and he made that decision. Which I've seen a lot of people say, 
oh, no, it was either the baby dies or both of them die. I took it as he had to choose. Yeah, I mean, I thought, so, it, I thought it was that, like, no, she could give birth. To, uh, the baby will eventually come out, but it's breached, so it'll suffocate. Yes, yeah, I that's definitely, the way I took it. Because, like, if that's not, then the stakes aren't as high. If it's, mm-hmm. hey, would you, like... Would you rather have both of them die or just one of them die? Oh, damn, hard decision. Yeah. No, it's the first. It's what you said. Yeah. Because I the, agree. because the maester literally says you have to make an impossible decision. If it's let both die or let one live, that's not an impossible no, decision. It's not. Everyone makes yeah, that. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But no, I I think earlier, like when he when she's when it seems like he's like, yeah, if you don't want to try again, that's fine. I think it's because right before that. He had said, it's a boy, and I've never felt more strongly about anything. I think he was just like, well, we're not going to have to have this conversation. So I'm you don't so think it was him is- just really being a caring husband? You just Maybe, but there was also like, again, he is, he's gone on record as like, I'm having a boy. It's almost like he'd had one of those Targaryen dreams. Like, I, Well, he did. He says that I have seen uh, me put him on the, uh, the throne and then put the crown on him, and he washes. But like, I really do think that there's such a cocky family to a way that he's like i had this vision it's gonna happen therefore like whatever you say mm-hmm. that we're gonna have a son yeah you know what i'm saying yeah but i do think he's a good guy yeah like for a king for a king yes. like and then you got his hand hightower who you know shady from don't be know. a hand of the king yeah yeah statistics show it's not a good idea not a good idea yeah well you can already tell he's shady literally which we don't I mean, I'm sure people that read the book know when his wife died. Sure. Viewers of the show don't. We know that it was recent. His lady wife. So he gets Alicent into the room, which I'm assuming that's his daughter. Alicent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It couldn't just be Alice. Played played here masterfully by, I can't remember his name, but he was the uh, field goal kicker and punter in The Replacements, and he's Dr. Kirk Connors in The Amazing Spider-Man. I wish I could remember his name, but I love this dude. You didn't realize that was him? No. It, which oh. in, in the replacements, the dude yes. that smokes the cigarettes? No. That's him. That's him. I, I thought that was the guy from Notting Hill. I don't know what that. It might be. I don't know. I, I know that was Hugh Grant, right? Yeah. Right you made a good point for me not to read the YouTube comments. What do you mean? Oh, uh, right. Yeah. What I just said, I just know I'm wrong. Yeah. People are going to blow you up. Yeah. Just dude, completely. First off, I am wrong a lot. And so I get blown up for it in the YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. But like. The thing that will infuriate you the most is when people blow you up and you're right. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, yeah. no, I know for a fact yeah. that anyways, yeah. we won't tell. We're not, she ain't checking the comments. This is our first foray into the internet. So I've been coaching her on how to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, I this. mean, I'm just more about love and light. Yeah, vibes. Vibes. All day long. But Allison, she comes in the room. Her daddy's like, listen, you know, we miss your mom. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But can't you say the king's hurting? Yeah, right. And like just you wanna throw a little of that yeah, something, something on it. Yeah. I mean, so tells her to put the mother's dress on mm-hmm. to go comfort the king. In other words, her dead if it mother. wasn't <laughs> Yeah, her dead mother. If it wasn't already obvious that he had goals. Right. His intent was he he's wanting to move up. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean it's obvious. That was we're we're gonna see some things. Oh yeah, I, she seems like she's a sweet girl, but there's gonna be sides that we see. And also, does she kind of look like a young Drew Barrymore to you? Yes, and she kind of holds her mouth. Yeah, turn, and I, yeah. I'm not, that's not a diss, but Drew Barrymore yeah. kind of has that crooked I smile. I think that's a little why bit. when yeah. we inevitably like 
see her bad side, it's going to be weird for me because Drew Barrymore's you, just so so sweet, so pure, sweet. I just, mean, every time we've never met, it's yeah. been great. Um, great. So she goes in there to comfort the king. She walks in, and he doesn't know. He he doesn't. He's it, just whittling. It's not. Yeah, right. And it's not <laughs> like how like maybe a Robert Baratheon would have been like turn turn around in a swivel chair completely naked, being like, "I've been expecting you." You know what I mean? Like <laughs> eating a chicken leg. Eating a chicken leg. <laughs> yeah. like, he seemed to be like, "What? What is going on here? Yeah. Like, are you?" And you could tell he addressed her like, "This is his daughter's, daughter's friend. friend." Yeah, like he was. It was very uncle vibes. Yes, it was, but not just, creepy uncle vibes. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's why I mean, you know begin the episode i felt like comfortable with viserys like he didn't right. seem like a creep like right game of thrones has conditioned us to think like if the, anyone's related person, to anyone they're gonna bang them yes yeah one million percent so you could tell that he's caught off guard you know by the situation mm-hmm. but yeah he, he looked at her like what's my daughter's friend coming in here right. for like you know and he's whittling and tell him tell him about so this was posited on the official game of thrones podcast yes. but y'all need if you hadn't listened to that tell them what definitely, they think he's definitely whittling. listen to that so um tell them the, what they think he's whittling they think that he is whittling like the intro to game of thrones yeah like so he's sitting there on the table and he's like clearly building like this like kingdom. city yeah and it does look very much like the kind of sculpture that yeah. they do in the intro and like this is one of those things where like regardless of if it's true or not it's true to me that is what that is canon in my mind he is whittling the intro that is what this thing i think is. she actually used the current like canon yes like yeah, right one million percent. I just think that was that was so cool. I love just little theories like that. Um, he's whittling the thing. The girl comes in. Girl comes in and he's like, "Sup? <laughs> <laughs> what, what what you doing? Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, and she's just like, you know, I'm coming in here to like make you feel good or whatever. And I, I you could tell he was just like, yeah, like. I'm just very aunt, confused. Is that your mom's dress? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember. Venereal, <laughs> wearing, yeah, venereal. That, wearing that like three weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I my mean, God. yeah. So, yeah. So he's not with it, and I, I definitely expected like when he first came in, I'm like, yeah, but he's gonna like drop his guard and be like, fine, I'm gonna bang my. I'm sit- so glad that didn't I'm happen. So because glad. I still, it I, would change still, everything. Yeah, well, we're gonna end up not locking him, but or he's gonna die. Like, yeah, you're like, that. Because I mean, it. Ned Stark, like, we never got to a moment where we didn't like Ned Stark. We thought no. he was a bumbling idiot, but like, he died. Well, the before. only thing that we possibly could think we didn't like about him was the fact that we thought that he, you know, had a bastard child, Jon Snow, when turns out Ow. he literally was just protecting him. Think about how much heat he got from his wife. Oh, yeah. And he could, he, and he, he didn't. And he, he, was, just, he was, Ned was. As pure as they come. As pure. Which sometimes, That's why I didn't last. Which I was about to say, which sometimes manifested itself into pure stupidity. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, the first time I watched the show, I didn't think, because I was so, I love, I loved him. I love Sean Bean, the guy who plays him. Oh, yeah. So my blinders were on. But the second time I watched it through, I was like, what an idiot. Well, that threw me off because I, I just literally thought, He's he's name brand. Yeah, like, right, right, like, right, right. Like, everyone yeah. knows who he is. Yes, he's not he can't die. Off. Right. So when he got killed off, it was yeah. very 
wow, this show's going to go It's going to go there. there. It's going to so go there. So don't get comfortable with yeah, any no, characters from episode one. There are. It's possible that there are people watching this and that watch the show that they're like, I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I'm going to start with this, mm-hmm. which would be interesting. Like, I almost kind of feel jealous of those people that, like, they're going to watch this and then they get to start Game of Thrones and mm-hmm. go, oh, my God, that's, 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 that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But those little Easter eggs, like, you wouldn't be able to... S- get but i understand what you mean and one one little detail we talked about this the whole thing is you can't burn a dragon right oh yeah we didn't even talk about his wound yeah and the fact that the throne's literally like cutting rejecting him. yeah him. right that i mean like a pl- like plastic yeah. surgery the throne's yeah. just like Mm-mm. yeah a lot of symbolism there for sure a lot of symbolism there and then you know he's got just a festering wound from it, right? And which I'm assuming that's how he's going to die. Yeah, for sure. Which is how Robert Baratheon died. Well, Carl Drogo. Yeah, right. Literally, just like hair a festering wound. Yeah, I mean his beard was down to the ground because <laughs> right. he killed all these people. But that's how he died. Right. They talk about cauterizing his wound and how it was going to hurt. Yeah. Thought you can't burn a dragon. Exactly. What's that all about? Very, very confused about that. I mean, you know, Game of Thrones people, you remember Danny walking through the fire. She came Holding out naked. the dragon eggs. Yes. I mean, just what's the deal there? Right. So let's talk about Matt Smith, uh, Damon. Mm-hmm. So obviously the baby dies and now he is, per, per his and everyone's thoughts, because he's a man, he's like, well, I'm there. Yeah. It's, it's mine it's now. It's presumed, yes. It's mine now. My brother's got a festering wound. I'm going to... So he got, he's in a brothel. This is one of my favorite scenes in all... Oh, this is what... This is comedy. Mm-hmm. This was the one moment of true levity. Mm-hmm. They're in the brothel, and he's about to make a speech, because everybody's like, hey, this is your future king or whatever. And he starts to talk, and this dude is just mid-doggy style. I know. you. It's funny, because when we were watching it, I didn't notice it. You pointed out... You, you go... That dude's mid doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were making whoopee. They were making whoopee, and he get and he says the now famous line uh, to the heir for the day. Yeah, he was. Yeah, the kid Balon, or you know, Caesarian, Caesarian Targaryen, Targaryen, was the heir for which the day. First of his name, which he oh, henceforth shall be. Yes, known. hopefully first and only of. Yeah, name. right. So the king, uh, the king finds out about this. Yeah, because Hightower. Yeah, you know, and which. It was funny. His little, bird, the, his little birds whispered. Yeah, to Damon her. called him to see you next Tuesday earlier right. in the episode. Is that the first time that word? No, uh, no. The Hound used it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Which was God, great. He was, he was the best. best. He was my favorite character. Yeah, like by a lot. He was. He my favorite. was the best. The best. But uh, I was Damon when he said like people mourn in their own ways. Like you feel like oh he's just being you know a butthole. I don't. But also I, I agree I, with I, it. I, yeah. I, I agree. The second time I watched it, I agree with it. I think he's misunderstood like Jamie yeah, is. Be, I, now, me as a comedian, that line, I was like, no, I get this because how many times as a comedian, me and some of my other comedian friends have been at a funeral mm-hmm. and like have been called inappropriate by people and thinking that like you don't even care that they're dead. It's like we're we care so much that they're dead. And that's why we're sitting here making fun of them in the casket because that's just... How, how we, we cope, do it. How we that's, cope. That's how but we do it. When he's in the brothel, and like you when can Ro- tell like that- when dad had a, when dad had a heart attack, the yeah. first heart attack. Yeah. Um, Rob called me like we were talking. I said, Rob, my dad might have had a heart attack, and da da da. And I was freaking out. And Rob goes, "Okay, man, I'm I'm so sorry. Let me know if you need anything. And if he dies, can I bang your mom? Like finally? And I died laughing. You know, what? that's a very inappropriate thing to say, but that's how we 
Greed. Yeah, every, everyone has their, their things. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I totally buy that. Th- that doesn't immediately, to me, m- confirm but, to me that he's a bad person. But when he was in the brothel and he was all just, you know, perturbed. He did look genuinely but perturbed. But was he, was he upset? About the conversation he overheard. Oh, right. That's actually a good call. Yeah, I mean, I really think that he just, like, heard, you know, like you're in high school and you hear your friends talking about you. Like, yeah. you're just, like, you know, upset. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. And that's actually, that's a beautiful thing for the writers and or George R. R. Martin to have done so that when we see him, we can't go... Because if that conversation never happens, we go, look, he looks sad because of the kid. But that happens so everybody can go, ah! Yeah. Which one is it? It's probably a little bit of a mixture of both. I mean, unless you're just the worst. I mean, people don't just clap when a baby dies. Of course not. Of course not. And not only um, are... Now, I'll tell you who wasn't... Who didn't misunderstand or maybe misunderstood it, but uh, the king definitely took it the one way, and mm-hmm. that was my wife isn't even cold yet, and mm-hmm. you're at a brothel toasting to her, toasting to my dead baby. Mm-hmm. By God, yada, yada, get, reads him the rights, lets him know, like, yeah, you're my brother, but, like, you don't come past here. This uh-huh. is my now. Mm-hmm. And then we see, we're getting towards the end of the episode, when he names Princess... Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra as his heir. Is it Rhaenyra? Oh, God. I'll voice over the right thing. Okay. Right. <laughs> I won't. We're just going to have to sound it's off. It's just everything sounds the same. No, I know. I know. And uh, and that is where we we leave off with her, not coronation, but her, like, I guess her, his announcement of, like, this is yeah, going to be. And do you think that he did that out of guilt for not seeing his daughter's potential or out of. I'm just sticking it to Damon. I mean, I think probably a both. mixture of both. I both. think it's like I think def. I think he 100 percent knows to himself if I had just done this to begin with, my wife's still alive. Like if I'd have just been like, sure, a woman can do this, my wife would still be alive. But also at the time, it's probably a mixture of like I want to stick it to him, and also I'm not about to die or he doesn't think he's about to die for all we know he's going to die in the next episode but he's like i can't he ain't lasting long i can't he knows i can't just die and then have them go oh by the way she was the heir because people freak out i gotta tell them right now so they hear me say it and so that everybody can get used to this and so that we can start right now the wheels in motion of a peaceful succession mm-hmm. so but i die it, in a show like this with characters like this, it's definitely, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. You think that you're going to be my heir? Nah. Yeah. And that's where we leave off on this episode. So in the next episode, I have to assume uh, we're going to start seeing Matt Smith, Damon's true colors, uh, whether he is misunderstood in the way that we think he is misunderstood, whether he is a Jamie season one or if he's a Jamie season two or Jamie season yeah. three mm-hmm. or whatever. We're also about to see uh, the princesses once carefree, fun, dragon, dragon riding life turn into what we saw happen to, uh, you know, Queen Elizabeth in the crown where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, by the way, your dad's the king now. So now you're going to be this. And yeah. so... Yeah. Things are a lot different for mm-hmm. you. Um, and I personally am excited to see it. I'm a super excited about this show. I am too. I too give it 4.5 dragons. Mm-hmm. I was going to give it five until you said the thing you said. I was like, there really is only one joke in it. I need more humor. Yeah. And I hope that that, I, 
I hope that that was just a look. We had a lot to get to, and like, it just it wasn't a funny episode. Or I, I would tell I you. I think that they really were paying attention to the fact that there were so many people upset with the finale. Game right, of Thrones. That they were like, we, we need to give them some action, action. and we need to do nail it. Yeah. it. No Starbucks cup in the back. Yeah. Uh, so this has been also the finale, the conclusion of our first episode of Little House of the Dragon. I've been Corey Ryan Forster. Kirby Askew. <laughs> I just threw it to you as if you've done podcasts before. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kirby at, Forrester Askew. And as always, <laughs> if you're just listening to this, you can also watch it at watchpoa.com. This is going to be mm-hmm. on the Putting On Airs podcast feed where we would like you to like, review, subscribe, download, tell all your friends, and tell them friends to tell their friends because we really think that you'd enjoy us. And uh, we love y'all, and we'll uh, see you next time. How was your first Bye, day? Of po- How was your first day of podcasting? It was good. You liked it? I felt more comfortable than I thought I was gonna. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week. Y'all be good. And we're done.